Welcome back to the Science Line podcast. I'm Allison Partial, your host and the multimedia editor here at ScienceLine.org. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Today we're talking about how we communicate. Language is such a critical part of all of our lives, and it can be really challenging and isolating to not be able to communicate in the ways that we want to. One pretty common experience is stuttering, which plenty of children go through, but it's less common for it to stick around as people get older, and scientists aren't really sure why. So that's what we're going to explore today, why and when people stutter, with our reporter Karashar Kafi. Take it away. For most of his life, Jeff Olofsson has been aware that he is different than the rest of his friends. Jeff stutters. People who don't stutter, when they meet someone who stutters, they they might think we're dumb or we don't know what we're saying, but we often do know what to say. It just takes us a little bit longer to say what we want to say. When he was a kid, Jeff wanted to do things that his older brother did, like play sports and go to homecoming and even prom. But often he didn't, because his stutter held him back. Even picking up the phone was not so simple for Jeff. So I never wanted to pick it up in front of people because I would stutter and wouldn't want anyone else to hear me. So I'd always feel better if I'd have to make phone calls in private or by myself and stuff. Symptoms of stuttering usually appear when someone is between 2 and 3 years old, just like in Jeff's case. According to the National Stuttering Association, 5% of all children go through a stuttering phase. Some people grow out of it during their teenage years, but stuttering persists in one out of 100 adults. So why does stuttering resolve itself in some cases, but not in others? I would love to share that information. The problem is, is that we don't know why yet. That is Eric Jackson from New York University who has been studying stuttering. He himself is actually a person who stutters, even as an adult. So, so it's actually one of the holy grail research questions in our field is why most kids just naturally recover and, and why this small percent of kids will persist. While researchers are still working to find the answer, there is one characteristic of stuttering that may provide some hope for persistent stutterers. People who stutters, like Jeff, don't always do it, especially when they are alone. This happens because of what scientists call the talking alone effect. Here's Dr. Jackson again. We've known about the talk alone effect ever since the beginning of the field and probably even, well, and definitely even before in the sense that people who stutter know that when they are alone, it's much, much, much easier to talk and there's much, much less stuttering. The talk alone effect is the focus of Dr. Jackson's latest study. Previous studies have tried to look at this effect by observing a participant talking in an empty room through a camera. But the camera sometimes leaves study participants with a feeling that they are being watched, so they cannot do what scientists call private speech. Private speech is speech that's that's just meant for the speaker. Like, it's not meant for anybody else, right? And when you're alone, like in the early studies, you might not have private speech because the stutterers will be thinking about a listener. So how can we observe the stutterers using private speech without making them think that they are being watched? So, so we had a whole script about how the cameras weren't on and they were only on in certain uh, conditions. Uh, we we 
told the participants that it is really helpful for them to talk out loud when they're completing the task, just because there's research that shows that when you talk out loud to yourself, your performance on any kind of task is going to increase. But that was a lie. The researchers secretly observed the participants through the cameras. So did the stutterer stutter while they were talking out loud to themselves? So the, the, the results were that there was virtually no stuttering during the private speech condition. Eureka, this must be good news for stuttering adults like Jeff, right? It, it, it doesn't and it won't have a direct impact necessarily on speech therapy for people who stuttered. Oh, brother. What I think these results do is that they show that this element of social cognition, that's another way to put it, or the perception of being heard, is just as critical to stuttering as something like the speech motor system. While the finding might not lead to a direct application, this might open new doors for researchers working in the field. Stuttering has been studied for decades, longer than other speech disorders. Yet, scientists only know a few things about it. In terms of wanting to look at young children, I think is very important. Um, if only to show how early children who stutter become aware that people are listening to them and may judge them badly. This is Professor Nan Bernstein-Ratner, a speech and language researcher from University of Maryland who is not involved in the experiment. She would love to see Dr. Jackson's study replicated with kids who stutter. Um, young children have been studied in exactly this way um, to see if when they talk out a problem, they solve it better. Um, so I think you could use this with kindergarten children, maybe preschool children. Jeff, who now works as an accountant, hopes that the study can help raise awareness and reduce stigma against stutterers. He personally thinks that stuttering and people who do it are often misunderstood by most people. The big thing is just be patient with people who, who stutter. Um, I love people who are patient, who aren't so fast-paced, but are just willing to let us say what we want to say. And so I just think it's important just to have patience. For Science Line, I'm Karisar Kafi. And that's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. You can share this with your family and friends or whoever you think might be interested. And leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at scienceline at gmail.com. See you next time.